Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing Rome Open City from 1944, directed by Roberto Rossellini. And so I'll get into my thoughts on the plot itself. And just as a kind of a background, this film was released not long after the Germans actually left Italy in World War II. So this came out, I want to say, like two or three months after that occurred, which is insane to me that this is like right after that occurred. So Keep that in mind as I discuss this film, because this is right in the midst of the war. I think it was filmed in 44 and then finally re released in 46. So that's pretty awesome. But yeah, let's get started and talking about Rome Open City. So the plot, I gave it a three out of five. Um, I thought it was just an okay plot. You know, there's a lot of scenes of dialogue that kind of take away from the scenes that are very tragic and filled with, you know, pain and misery and whatnot. So I, I wish there wasn't so much dialogue-heavy scenes. You know, a good film to compare this to would be Bicycle Thieves. Um, that one came out, I want to say, in 49 or 50, a couple years later, and one I've actually reviewed for this channel. Um, that one was much, much better at telling kind of the disparity of the people in Italy, you know, as a result of the war. You know, the dad, he gets his bike taken away, and just the tragic things that occurred to them afterwards, they showed a lot and didn't just tell us. This film had a lot of scenes of dialogue. So to me, it really takes away from, you know, the danger and the real uh, craziness of it all. Now, there is one scene, though, in particular, especially towards the end of the film, when the priest he's brought before the Nazis and and the, that he's taken, you know, to a firing squad and whatnot. There's some of the boys from earlier in the film who are kind of resistance fighters, and they're kind of whistling and kind of singing, you know, to cheer up the, the priest and he's all happy and he's, you know, God forgive them. They know not what they do, that type of thing. And it's a really beautiful moment. That to me is probably the best scene in the whole movie and really kind of showcases the, the complexity and craziness that occurred in Italy during this time. But there's only like one or two scenes like that. The rest is just all dialogue, all people sitting and talking. And sometimes I like movies like that. Sometimes I don't. This is one of those that I don't. And maybe that's just because it is all in Italian um, and you have to read the um, the subtitles to kind of follow along. I do not speak Italian at all. So that may be a fault on mine, but it's very, very dialogue heavy. So if you're not comfortable with reading subtitles the whole time and trying to see the movie at the same time, this may be a difficult watch for you as well. And also the subject matter too, right? It's very, very, very bleak, I would say. Because it is based on real events, you know. I mean, it's as real as it gets, right? So, yeah, that's why I give the plot a three. All right, in regards to acting, I gave it a three and a half. I thought it was a little bit better. Um, but there were some scenes that were a bit over the top, especially with the Italian actors that were in families and stuff. It was a little little too cartoony for me and a little too overdramatic. 
I mean, I get it. You know, it's very, very scary what they're going through. You know, there's the Gestapo. There's all that craziness going on preventing them. But honestly, I think the best actor in the whole movie was the priest because we kind of see a range of emotions with him. And, uh, you know, early in the film, he's kind of quiet, kind of reserved. But by the end of it, he's finally standing up and calling them out and saying, you know, curse you all and whatnot. But then he kind of corrects himself. He's like, you know, Lord, forgive me for doing that. It's a very beautiful, amazing performance. And that's why I think he is the best and really carries the film. And then the only other actors that I would contrast would be the actors who play Nazis. They were really evil. And I liked that. They really showed the brutality of it all and how terrible they were and one of the leaders which was crazy is in one scene he's you know telling people to beat up one of the resistance fighters right and it's like super brutal and then he opens the door and he's in a party now and he's totally different kind of changes his tone and and whatnot and i thought that was very interesting and very it, it makes you wonder you know if it was really like that with the nazis right where in one hand they're you know shaking hands at diplomats but then in the other scene you know they're beating people up so I thought that was really interesting in some of the best acting in the film. Okay, in regards to directing, I gave it a four out of five. You know, I really liked what uh, Roberto Rossellini was going for here. I think he really captured, in some of the scenes, he really captured the disparity of the people in Italy. And it was, you know, very bleak and whatnot. Um, yeah, the, the only reason why I don't give it a five, I would say, is because I think we spend too much time in the houses of the people. Because, sadly, a lot of them do die. And I, I guess that is tragic, right? But we just spend so much time there and not with the priest. I think we should have spent more time with the priest to kind of contrast how, you know, the Nazis are very anti-God and very controlling and think they're deities versus the priest who's a follower of God and, and wants to help the people feel peace even during this tragic time. I think that would have been a much more interesting dynamic now, as far as I know, this isn't based on a real story. I mean, real events, of course, but as far as I know, I don't think it's based on any actual events. And if it were the case, okay, then I understand. But I think that would have been a much more interesting dynamic to focus on. In regards to cinematography and special effects, I gave that a four out of five. I thought it was excellent and really just showed, you know, how intense it was, how crazy it was, especially when we're in the station with the Nazis. You know, like I was saying earlier, there's the area where they're having a party, but then in the next room, they're beating people up. And it's just crazy that dynamic shifts between them, the dichotomy of that. I, I really liked that. The only reason why I don't give it a five out of five would be, um, I don't know. I, I think we could, again, we could use more scenes with the Catholic priest. Because Roberto Rossellini is a very, very Catholic, religious guy. And I think kind of showcasing more of that would have been really interesting. Again, to contrast between the two. So I think that would have been better. All right, in regards to the music, I gave it a three out of five. You know, there isn't a whole lot of music. Um, they really wanted to show it as kind of realistic as possible. But I do think in some of the scenes, especially in the beginning when I think her name is Pina. She's the, the woman who's trying to marry uh, Giovanni who's really, I think, Luigi. I, I can't remember all their names, but she was going to marry the resistance guy and she gets shot in the street, right? I think some music right there would have really, um, really elevated that scene and and made it, you know, more intense. But there, there isn't a whole lot. And so that's why I gave it a three out of five. I, I, I wish we could have had more of it. All right. So 
tallying that all up, that brings my letterbox score to a three and a half out of five. So would I recommend this movie? Yes, I would. But I do think there are better films that kind of capture Italy during World War II. I mentioned Bicycle Thieves. I think that's a great one, especially if you're more of a show don't tell type of person. That one has a lot of scenes where it shows the disparity and how tragic it was for those families. And um, yeah, I, I think that one's better. Um, this one, again, just has a lot of talking and saying they're sad and all that, but not really showing it. And I don't know who, who to blame for that. I don't want to really blame anyone, of course, but I think it could have used a lot more just visual shots instead of just talking. All right. Well, those are my thoughts on Rome Open City from 1944. Thank you so much for watching and listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes are released audio-wise on Spotify and Apple Podcasts on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard, and then Mondays on YouTube and Rumble at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, well, those are my thoughts. Thank you again, and this has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.